Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In the biggest way possible, but Scotty is not waxing up on the mahogany today. He is still surfing in sunny Southern California. Great picture, by the way, Scotty tweeted out earlier this afternoon. The waves are kicking down there in Cali. So on a Tuesday coast to coast, you have Carver High here with you. Dane Martinez joining me in a few minutes. Of course, Mafia, Ty Stick, Matthew George, the whole crew here with us today on sports grid as we get rolling on a tuesday as always today rick haro our sports business legal insider joins us in the second hour and adam kaplan sports grid nfl insider as training camps have gotten rolling and we will talk to adam about all of the news today because there is plenty uh, aaron Rodgers officially showed up in green bay this morning he looks outstanding by the way we'll have the pick of aaron walking into the green bay facilities with his cool shades and his t-shirt uh, so a first look at aaron Rodgers this morning the big news showing up in cheese town and he's gonna get his friend back of randall cobb that was one of the things i need randall cobb back in green bay all right you're gonna get it aaron he's on his way from houston also today on coast to coast sean mcveigh Talking about Matthew Stafford, we'll discuss. Are you buying in on Matthew Stafford in L.A. with the Rams this year? A lot of possibilities for them. McVay also happy that his team almost 100% vaccinated. Drew Locke going to get the first reps in the quarterback competition with Teddy Bridgewater out in Denver. I think Teddy wins the job. Me and Dane will discuss today. Bengals owner Mike Brown on C2C today. Giving Zach Taylor the vote of confidence. Here's the problem. When you give your coach a vote of confidence before the season even starts, there's going to be a problem for that coach. That means when you lose a couple games, the vote of confidence goes away and you get fired. And that's where Zach is going to be right now. The New York Jets open camp today. No Zach Wilson to be found. Still unsigned. One of the three rookie first rounders who aren't. 
The Jets need him in there. You got a rookie quarterback who's going to start. He's got to get in there and start getting some reps. We will talk about it. NFL vaccine numbers. 85% of players have gotten at least one shot. 14 teams at the 90% mark. Vikings and O-line coach Rick Dennison agree on a deal to stay with the team. He's now the senior offensive advisor. And then he's not going to be around any of the players because he's not getting the shot. Xavier Howard, he has not been happy with the Dolphins, and he sure didn't look it when he showed up at camp today. Cowboys also signed Malik Hooker. So a lot of NFL. Me and Dane will talk that, and we will have Adam Kaplan later on in the show. Baseball as well. We'll go through all of last night's action. What a win for the Mariners. Uh, they beat the Astros 11-8. to Dylan Moore with that go-ahead grand slam. You'll hear it today on Coast to Coast. Should we start buying in the Mariners to maybe make the playoffs? One game back of the second wild card right now in the American League. The little engine that could, the Seattle Mariners, who have the longest playoff drought in Major League Baseball. Can they finally uh, snap that streak? Phillies beat the Nats last night with a big walk-off from Andrew McCutcheon. Are they in the mix in the National League as we continue to move forward? The Braves and the Mets split a doubleheader last night. We will hear from Aaron Loop and Anthony Banda. And why would we hear from them? Because they had one of the best post-game celebrations you can have after when you'll see it today on Coast to Coast. We welcome in now all of our radio affiliates right here on Pharrell Coast to Coast. Of course, on a Tuesday, Carver High in for Scotty. We are rocking on Sports Grid today. We will have Rick Haro. We will have Adam Kaplan coming up in the show as well. Plenty of NFL we're going to discuss and the baseball, all last night's action. About Javi Baez last night. Comes in in the ninth, gets the game-winning single, practically throws the bat at the pitcher. That should be a fun couple days in Wrigley between the Cubs and the Reds after that scene last night. Cubs already starting to make the trades. Reliever Andrew Chafin going to the Oakland Athletics. The Royals beat the White Sox. Jorge Soler getting hot for the Royals. Break out the Royals in LTN land. They've won six in a row. Kansas City getting hot. How about that? And the Angels beat the Rockies Otani. One night it's a homer. The next night, seven strong innings as he continues to cement what hopefully is going to be an MVP season for him. Brewers lost Christian Yelich today. Tested positive for COVID with symptoms. He's been vaccinated since the beginning of the season. Followed all the protocols. One of the, quote, breakthrough cases that we have seen so far with guys picking up the COVID despite being vaccinated. MLB extended leave for Trevor Bauer as well. We'll talk about all of tonight's games. Full slate in Major League Baseball. Trade deadline coming up on Friday. Max Scherzer, where's he going to go? Apparently, it's not going to be the Mets. As earlier this afternoon, they said the Mets are out of the mix. The Washington Nationals are not going to trade him to Flushing. The Twins have a couple arms in Jose Barrios and Michael Pineda that are drawing interest as well. So we will discuss all of that. We have NBA draft talk coming up on Thursday night. We'll go through a couple of the players and where their over-unders are around that Pelican pick that they traded to the Grizzlies. We'll see who they could be looking for at number 10. We've got a mock, our latest mock draft. We've got Oklahoma and Texas officially sending in the paperwork to the SEC. A great statement from Greg Sankey, who always puts academics ahead of athletics. We will see that today on Coast to Coast. U.S. Olympics, things have not been going well. Softball loses in the gold medal game. Soccer with a draw. They're going to have a very tough matchup with the Dutch on Friday. And Simone Biles had to withdraw from the overall competition with the gymnastics. So 
Full plate today. Pharrell coast to coast. We come back. We get into all of it with our man Dane Martinez. We've got Haro and Kaplan in the second hour. We get rolling right here on Sports Grid. Pharrell coast to coast. Carver High and Dane right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. back Pharrell coast to coast on a Tuesday Carver high here with you as Scotty is on vacation for the rest of the week and joining me of course right now you see him every night right here on sports grid in game live from 9 p.m. Eastern to midnight Eastern and that is Dane Martinez Dane happy Tuesday my man how are you what's going on another day more teams reporting to camp getting ready for the season more gold medals maybe Oh, Dane, don't get me started with the gold medals. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. I got to watch that kid last night. Uh, first time in 30 years the United States didn't win a, a medal in the 100-meter backstroke. Uh, Murphy, he really let me down last night, Dane. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. I'm not going to get that 44-and-a-half, Dane. You know it right now. I'm in big trouble with that prop for the most for the United States gold medals. We will start today, though, Dane, of course, with the NFL. Because like you said, everybody is pretty much getting there. Uh, in terms of reporting to camps, they're starting to get on the field. Aaron Rodgers has been the main point of conversation for what seems like the entire offseason, Dane. And this morning, the Messiah arrived up in Cheeseland, up at the facilities. Look at him walking in, Dane. I mean, look at this guy. He even shows yeah. up. Like, look at what, like this, this picture right here with the hair and the glasses and the office mm-hmm. T-shirt. Like, everything with Aaron Rodgers just just personifies the last five months of what we've gone through, like hanging in Hawaii, Jeopardy, oh, yeah. golf in Montana with DeChambeau. Like, Dane, look at this dude. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And remember yesterday when you asked me kind of uh, what Bruce Arians, kind of how he was playing it and his response to a question? Well, I think there is no doubt with the way Aaron Rodgers is playing this, right? He's living his best life because in his opinion, I think – 
he thinks he wound up winning this because if you ask me, he winds up getting pretty much what he wants. He knows he doesn't get out of there now, but I don't think he ever thought he was going to get out of there now. I bet when you reference that tournament in Montana, right, the match part, I bet when he told Sir Charles that he was going to tell him, you know, over the weekend, right, what he was going to do. This is exactly what he told him. Probably I'm going to leverage it all I can and wind up, you know, biting down, gritting my teeth for one more run, and then I'm out of here. No, absolutely. And it sounds like he's going to get what he wants. Uh, they'll reportedly let Rodgers leave after the 2021 season as part of an agreement for him to obviously show up at camp and play this year. He's going to get his friend Randall Cobb back, you know, Devontae Adams. This is going to have a very last dance-ish feel as he put mm -hmm. on Instagram with the picture the other day, Dane. Um if this is the case, like, I don't know. I, I still don't think the Packers, Dane, are that much better than they were a year ago. Are they? Or do you think that they're better? I don't just don't think that they're, you know, walking into the Super Bowl here this year. I think this is still going to be a lot of work for him to do. No, I, I'm with you. I do think they're the class of the NFC North, okay? And I do think that they'll be a playoff team. And listen, they were in the NFC Championship game the last couple of years, right? So it's not a stretch, you know, once you're at that part of the playoff, right? Everyone says you just want to get in, and then who knows, right? So, yes, I believe the Packers are a playoff team. And then when they're in the dance, it's kind of as, you know, anything can happen. I actually, I agree with you. The fact that they got Randall Cobb back, though, is part real because I do think he's an interesting piece to have that kind of slot receiver that you have chemistry with, right, in playoff third downs. I do think that's important. You have Adams, and they've always wanted who is that other guy opposite Devontae Adams, right? Lazard, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling have both tried their hand at it. I think if they're the third wide receiver and Cobb's the trusted slot guy, I do think it's right. But I got to tell you the truth real quick, Carl. When you were talking about that, he got his friend back. I don't know if you are a fan of Chris Rock, okay? But he once did a bit about how 90% of the people out there got their job because a friend recommended them. He was talking about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, but that's the first thing I thought about. You know, Aaron Rodgers even got his friend the job. Well, look, look at it this way, Dane. Like, as we know, what's the one thing that Rodgers has complained about maybe behind yes. closed doors the most yes. for the last year and a half, two years? It's that he had no say. He had no control. They drafted a quarterback in the first round without consulting him. So here he goes. He suddenly shows up to camp. He gets this deal where he's possibly going to get out of there after one year. I think he did go in there and be like, and by the way, I also want Randall Cobb back. Right. So you go and do whatever you did. I'm tired of these guys who dropped the ball for me. I know that Randall can get it done. Yep. It's like Kevin Costner in draft day, Dane, when he's like, and I want David Absolutely. to do with all my picks back. He like walked in there no and, like, and give me Randall Cobb. Listen, when I'm playing blackjack, right, to me the key is when you have the hammer of leverage, you swing it, right? And that's what Aaron Rodgers had at that one point in time. So I completely agree with you. I think it's hysterical. They've been looking for the wide receiver opposite Adams that can be another trusted pair of hands for a long time. We've heard about it. They haven't drafted a skill position player or an offensive skill position player when they drafted uh, Jordan Love since. Aaron Rodgers, so maybe it's just the cherry on top. And that defense is young and getting better over time. So maybe on that side, they can get a little bit better, and that could be a difference.
And I did want to play for you because uh, yesterday Packers president Mark Murphy and the GM Brian Gutenkus got together for like a little shareholder meeting. Uh, here's Mark Murphy. I mean, you talk about a guy who's had a rough five months, Dane. He says it's been a very frustrating offseason. You think so, Mark? Here he is. I think fans are frustrated with the situation. I think they it's kind of a pox on both houses, uh, us and Aaron. But, uh, you know, I, f I think we've, we've been in constant communication. It's obviously months, and, uh, you know, I'm hopeful that uh, we'll have it all resolved. I, I got to tell you, Dane, as we listen to Mark and we look at those numbers with the Packer futures and, and we, we kind of touched on them yesterday a little bit, I think if you wanted to play the Packers, you needed to get them when all the books put it down when they thought Aaron wasn't coming back. Like, I just, I don't like these numbers, Dane, especially because, yes, they've been to the last two NFC title games. It is so hard to get back to that point when you lose. I just, Packers are a team, Dane, that I'm staying away from when it comes to any and all futures. No, I hear you. When it was at eight and a half, though, I definitely think that over, if you knew how this story yes. would end, would be absolutely right. But this guy talking about a box on both houses. No, it's not. Did you see Aaron Rodgers wearing the orange shades and playing golf in Montana? He's fine. Yeah, he really is. Uh, you're right. Eight and a half would have been a great spot to get in there. I wish we did. We should have did that, Dane. There you go. Uh, we're going to go to the Rams now. Sean McVay spoke for the first time yesterday. And, of course, he has a shiny new toy, Dane. And that is Matthew Stafford. He finally gets to use him. And he says Stafford is underrated. What I was impressed with, and I think anybody that's really done their work on Stafford, is just... You know, you always see from afar, this guy's a really good player. He'll kind of make those highlight play throws. But then when you really study the intricacies of what the quarterback position entails, you're really seeing a guy play the, the position in the hardest spots at an elite level, the known passing situations, navigating a rush, having a feel for how to manipulate and move coverage. Those are the things that stand out. And then when you get a chance to spend some time with him, um, you know, I was talking to Jordan about this earlier. I think one of the things that's underrated is, you know, he's so talented and he has such a great ability to make all types of throws that sometimes that is accompanied with a gunslinger mentality and it almost minimizes how smart and sharp he is. Dane, when we come back, we'll look at some Ram futures here. But I got to tell you, this is McVay put all the chips in the middle here. I mean, he gave up a lot of future to get this guy um, he's got to deliver. Like, and I know that he's got the crazy offense that McVay runs, and he thinks he's smarter than everybody else. He's got to get it done with Stafford here. He gave up a lot. Yeah, he absolutely does. I mean, the Rams have shown they don't really value draft picks. They don't really care about future cap problems. They are all in. McVay is tied to this. I have always been a guy who also thinks that Stafford is a very good quarterback just toiling up there in anonymity. So we'll find out one way or the other this year. Yes, we will. Pharrell Coast to Coast right here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty. We will come back. I have some Ram futures for you. And we got to talk about the Jets, Dane. Where's Zach Wilson? More Coast to Coast after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're back. Pharrell Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty as we are talking NFL here on Sports Grid. All right, Dane, I played you the McVay clip. We talked a little bit about Stafford. I do have some Ram futures for you here as we look ahead at the FanDuel Sportsbook for what they got. Their win total right now sitting at 10 and a half. Mm. Little plus money to the over. Make the playoffs right now at minus 178. Miss plus 144. Win the NFC West plus 195. NFC 7 to 1. Super Bowl 15 to 1. Dane, are you buying the LA Rams and their new quarterback? I like Matthew Stafford, yes. I do actually think he will prove to be, you know, uh, in a new situation with weapons, with coaching. I think he will perform, okay? However, no, I don't think the Rams get all the way to the Super Bowl. I think a couple reasons. One, that's the toughest division in football, in my opinion, Carver. Like, find me the cupcake in that division. I don't think there is. And quite honestly, the team that's probably the lowest odds there in Arizona, I think has the widest range of outcomes. They could, you know, depending on Kyla Murray, only really go up, right? And then the other thing for me is the loss of Cam Akers is big to me, okay? This is one of those second-year ascending running backs that we see all the time in the NFL really take that step, right? We're talking about guys like Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, DeAndre Swift. Cam Akers was supposed to take that jump as well. They already went and moved, and, you know, Malcolm Brown isn't there anymore. I think that's a real important piece of that offense. Remember when McVay and the Rams did go to the Super Bowl? It was it was Gurley that was the engine of that offense. And then when he was compromised and the league knew it the next year, that offense looked different. So, yes, I think Stafford will be better at the controls and put together a great statistical season. But until they make sure they shore up that run game, I don't think they go all the way to the promised land. I, I kind of like out of any of those numbers, Dane, I'd probably lean with the division, to be quite honest with you at plus 195 I, I just feel that's mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks aren't going to be as good and I think the 49ers have a quarterback problem plus 195 right. for the Rams right now to win that division that's kind of where I would look to there and maybe the over um, you know they're playing the AFC South uh, and they play the Ravens as well remember there's that one extra interconference crossover right. game now um, so I could see 11 wins but I think I like the 195 for the division even more yeah, listen, I, 
I agree with you. Out of those, I would take the division, okay? The problem for me with the win total is, like I said before, I think there's the potential for this division to beat each other up. Now, there's not going to be a below 500, 7-9 and nine team or 7-10 and 10 team or 8-9 and nine team based on the 17 games like there was in the NFC uh, East last year, right? But I do think it's something of a gauntlet. So maybe you can win this division at like 10-7 and seven and still be a quality football team. So that's why I would take the division if you think the Rams could really be the class there. Out in Denver today, Dane, we have the start of what I guess you could tra- call the one like true quarterback competition. Like we don't have any idea which guy is going to start week one. Now we have a couple of spots where there's quarterback competitions, but one guy kind of has an edge, whether it's Cam Newton in New England, Garoppolo in right. San Francisco. Even in New Orleans, I think that Winston has a little bit of an edge over Taysom Hill and company. In Denver, Dane, there is no edge anywhere. I think that this is a complete coin flip between Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. And at the first workouts today in reps, Drew Locke taking the first first-team reps. I actually like Teddy more, Dane. Where do you sit with what should be a very fun quarterback competition in Denver? I'm going to tell you the truth. If this is a true competition and the the locker room and the coaches decide of like who is actually gives them the best chance to win, in my opinion, it is not a coin flip. The answer is Teddy Bridgewater. And it's like a clear open and shut case to me. Okay, this offense has weapons on the outside. A returning Cortland Sutton, right? Hamler, Judy. Drew Locke was one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks in the entire NFL last year with off-target percentages, okay? This Fox team, this is going to be a defensive, ball-controlled, dare I say, game-manager kind of team. And I think that's what Teddy Bridgewater actually does well. And I don't think it's a dirty word. I think you put Teddy Bridgewater in with that offense, not to mention Noah Fan, who's an ascending tight end as well, right? There are options there. The kid out of North Carolina, all you need is someone to manage this and I think if it's a true competition anytime Locke is in a competition he's going to lose and honestly Dane like if you're actually trying to win games Teddy Bridgewater gives you the best chance yes. I mean he just yes. does he's he's, ac- <laughs> he's actually won games in the league yes. like Drew Locke had, like Drew Locke's been awful the, the small amount of chances he's had at least Teddy he's won some ball games and he and he, and he knows how mm-hmm. to get around in the NFL I'm right. with you. I, I just can don't read see the defense, make a decision, be... deliver the ball. Yeah. And with that offense, yeah. literally, I mean, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant, yeah. KJ Hamler, they like the rookie out of, you know, North Carolina. There's, you just need someone to weapons. kind of facilitate this, and you could be decent. What you need is not have a second, third year quarterback being accurate and turning the ball over. There's weapons there. You're 100% right. They have some guys that when they get the rock, they can absolutely do something with it. They just need a guy to get it to them, and Teddy's pretty good at doing that. I want to go to Cincinnati now. Uh, I love when this stuff happens, Dane. Uh, Bengals owner Mike Brown gives Zach Taylor the vote of confidence here before the season starts. Let's listen to Mike, Dane, and then we'll comment after. Here's Bengals owner Mike Brown. Well, Zach is a very uh, smart, good, young coach. He's had a couple years to get his feet on the ground, get established. We've got a team that is three-quarters his players, new players. Searching for the adjectives there. What? Uh, It's his team now. And uh, my hope is the same as his hope, which is to have a winning team 
and we all have the same goal, which is to have a yeah. Super Bowl winning team. Well, let's get something clear here, Dane. First of all, he said it's Zach Taylor's team. No, it's not. It's Joe Burrow's team. All right, let, let's just get that clear off the table, Mike. It is not Zach Taylor's team. I'm sorry, Dane. When you're talking about the coach and whether or not you know he's going to have a job or got to give him votes of confidence, things like that, before the season even starts, Dane, you got a problem. And if you're Zach Taylor, you better win some games. And I got news for you. He's not going to win that many. <laughs> I agree with you. They're not going to win that many games. To me, vote of confidence is a euphemism for dead man walking. We've seen it all the time, right? And I just don't think the Bengals are going about this the right way. There's other teams that are trying to build the right way. I don't think the Bengals are one of them. I think they should have taken Penny Sewell, the left tackle, with their first draft pick because of Joe, because it is Joe Burrow's team. So you know what you need to do? Keep Joe Burrow on the field. And did you see that injury he had last year? You don't need the shiny little toy on top. I don't care if they were college friends you have wide receivers on that team that's not the problem you need joe burrow upright and here's the other thing remember i was just talking about the nfc west i think is the best division in football the afc north is probably the second best division in football to me they got six games against the ravens the browns and the steelers who are all legitimate playoff contenders i think it's a long haul for the Bengals, and i think uh zach taylor's a dead man walking Listen, you're spot on here with one thing. There was absolutely no reason for them to draft Chase. There just wasn't. No. They, they needed somebody who was going to keep Joe Burrow standing. And there was a guy there yes. to take. Yeah. And that's who they should have went with. That was I like mean, the Dane, safest Dane, pick in the draft. Dane, what, 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 what did T. Higgins do wrong last year? He was excellent when Nothing. Burrow played. As the, yes. Before Burrow yes. got hurt. Higgins was growing into yes. that top wide receiver. You know the deal of fancy. What kind of numbers was Boyd Higgins on the other side right before Burrow yeah. got hurt? He, he was, was excellent. It was like a luxury makes... pick when you needed the cornerstone. You had a potential cornerstone left tackle to protect your number one overall franchise quarterback, and you passed up on it for his boy from college. And I, and you know what, Dane? And that's why the Bengals are always going to Bengal. Right there. The Bengals are always going to bangle. And look at these numbers again. I hammered this Bengal under last year, Dane, and I'm probably going to do it again. These Bengal numbers for their, for their uh, we got the win totals here and a bunch of their futures on FanDuel. Right now, the Bengals, six and a half, Dane. Dane, I know there's an extra oh. game this year. I mean, I hammered it at five and I a like half that. last year to the under. The under's minus 120. Missed the playoffs, a big number there. Obviously, they're not winning the North, the AFC, or the Super Bowl. The number for me here, Dane, is the six and a half. We're going under minus 120 again. Yes, Burrow's great. He's got a couple weapons, but is he going to make it through the whole year? Come on. I agree with you. I agree with you. Who they? Someone who's going to lose more games than they win. And here's the thing. I just told you. The division is rough. It gives me concern and pause to take the Rams number, you know, and they're a good team. This is a gauntlet the Bengals are going through. I'm with you. Sign me up. I'll send you some money. Let's get down. Solidarity. I am going to save the Jets for when we come back from break, Dings. I want to have, give you at least a couple of minutes to talk about Zach Wilson. I will tell you, though, at new NFL vaccine numbers, 85% of players have gotten at least one shot. 14 teams have reached that 90% plus vaccination point. You remember the story last week with Rick Dennison, the Vikings O-line coach, that he was quote-unquote fired. Not true. Instead, he agrees on a deal to stay with the Vikings, but now he's the, quote, senior offensive advisor. Dane, that means he's not around near any of the players. He's not allowed to go near the players. That's what that title means. <laughs>
<laughs> Maybe right? he's the guy who figures out in every situation if they should go for two or not, or if they should challenge a yeah, call, and he can it. do that from the booth. That, that, that's all that Rick Dennison is right now, is because he's not getting the shot, he can't go near the players. All right, we're going to come back, Dane, and we will talk about the Jets and Zach Wilson not at camp to start. What does it mean? Are you concerned yet, etc.? And we will also start to get into all of the baseball from last night and tonight here on Coast to Coast. We are rocking on a Tuesday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty on vacation. We keep rolling on Sports Grid Coast to Coast right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Pharrell, coast to coast, right here on Sports Grid on a Tuesday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty as he is on vacation. All right, a couple more things from the NFL before we get to the baseball last night, Dane. I have to ask you about the Jets, of course. They opened camp today, but first-round pick, Zach Wilson, not there yet. Still unsigned. Still a little bit of a contract dispute going on. Um, look, rookie quarterbacks, Dane, who you expect – to play week one, you really need to have them there when things get going. Like, they really can't miss anything. What's the concern level right now for you as far as it goes with Zach Wilson and the Jets? And I can't understand, Dane, why there's even a dispute anymore with these first-round picks in the NFL. Everything mm-hmm. is slotted. Everybody from one – they all have a certain amount of money that you make from 1 to 30. Mm-hmm. I get the bonuses is the thing that they – cry about and the guaranteed money but geez why is this still a problem in 2021 in the nfl can we get the kid on the field dane no listen i i think you're right right especially because it is slotted ever since i think sam bradford absolutely broke the bank they figured out what they had to do and it is in fact slotted the key word you said to me when we were going into commercial was what is your level of are you concerned yet Okay, and so to answer that question, I'm not concerned yet. Okay, because I think ultimately the I's will get dotted, the T's will get crossed, and I think he'll be in camp 
by the end of this week, maybe even by tomorrow. We should check in on this again tomorrow. If by Friday he's not, then I will, in fact, be concerned. Because you're right. He is a rookie. He needs to get all these reps. But I think ultimately he will, in fact, be there. And we'll look back on this like it's not a big deal at all. Where are you sitting right now with the Jets this year in terms of the win total? I know that at FanDuel they have it at, I believe, six right now. As we go and look at some of the numbers that they have, over under six for the Jets, minus 115 to the over, minus 105 to the under, make playoffs plus 490. Never know, Dane. And then you've got these other numbers here, 21 to 1 for the division, 60 to 1 for the conference, and we know the Super Bowl number is very large. Let's go with the wins. Are you at over under for six right now for the Jets? I will push it that far. I do think they can win over six games here. But I know this isn't going to be a satisfying answer, Carve. I'm a longtime Jets fan. My grandparents had season tickets at Shea Stadium, for goodness sakes. Okay, I can tell you all sorts of games that I have been at personally. I don't think I'm going to measure this year by the amount of wins they get. Okay, I am going to measure this year. There is a new coach. Okay, there is a new culture. I want to feel like the arrow is pointing up. We're going to find out if Zach Wilson is the guy and something we can work with. If I feel like he's maybe poised and ready to take that jump that young quarterbacks take, like the way you just talk about Joe Burrow, for example, I'll be okay. And I'll be okay if that's five, six or seven or eight wins. If they catch lightning in a bottle, cool. But remember how I said the Bengals, I didn't think they were building in the right way i actually do think that robert salah and joe douglas are building in the right way they invested on both lines guys like carl lawson Corey davis these aren't sexy names and this is what we just talk about the Bengals or other poorly run teams do okay last two years in the first round makai becton vera tucker that's something i can get behind and at least give them time to see how it develops because i think it's going in the right way so i'll go yeah over six but i'm not gonna go any further and that's okay if we're taking steps in the right direction and that's what it's all about dane you're 100 percent right like it's not about wins this year with the New York Jets. It's about the right. if you're a fan of the team. It's about the confidence level. And at the right. end of the season, you want to be able to look at the whole year and go, you know what? I have more confidence in the head coach, and I know that the quarterback can play. Those are the two so let things me ask that you, you want to be able to say when the season's over. Let me ask you something. It, two years ago, right? Yeah. After Josh Allen's rookie year yep. and McDermott's first year, right? How did you feel? That I was just going to get funny. I was just going to throw you that example. You want to kind of follow the blueprint of yeah. what the Bills did with McDermott and Allen. Now, in Allen's yes. first year, I mean, look, Dane, he was horrendous for a lot of stretches, but he did show you a couple of flashes, which made you think, okay, he's got some things he's got to work on, but there's something there. And then in year two, right. he got a little bit better, and he made the playoffs. And mm. then last year, he takes the giant leap to where he's an MVP finalist. Like, you just want right. to see the steps and the progression. And the same thing happened with McDermott. You want to see from, see from Salah. You want to see a guy build a culture, and you want to see the team buy into it and get better. And you're a hundred. And if you're a Jet fan, that's what you want. You want the coach and the quarterback. Carl, to I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. But here's the only problem: as a longtime Jets fan, okay. Yes, Unfortunately, I, hey. I was making the same exact argument a couple years ago about Sam Darnold. 
right? Being like, oh, if I feel like I have something with Sam Donald and I saw flashes in the first year and then unlike you with Allen, right? The second year, my guy got mono, okay? And that threw it all off. I was always Look. thinking whoever, whether it was the Jets, whether it was the Dolphins, whether it was the Bills, that can hit that timeline right when Tom Brady left New England was going to be in the catbird seat in the division. I thought Sam Darnold and the Jets was going to be that, but I acknowledge it is you, Josh Allen, and the Buffalo Bills. Believe me, Dane, I lived through 20-plus years I of E.J. Manuel, J.P. Lossman, Trent Edwards. Yeah. I can go on and on, Dane, if you'd like me to. Sure. So believe me. I mean, Terod Taylor took you to the playoffs. That was the guy I should have kept on. Not Nate Peterman throwing five interceptions oh, and a half. Jeez. But that's enough. Uh, I can't complain anymore, now. Dane. The team's, the team's good now. I can't complain go. right now. All right. Uh, we'll do more NFL with Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, in hour number two. Let's run through some of these games last night before we get to tonight's games in Major League Baseball, Dan. Mariners beat the Astros 11-8. to Dylan Moore with the go-ahead grand slam in the eighth inning on 7-10 Kiro, ESPN in Seattle. Let's hear it, Dane. Now the left-handers, 1-1 pitch to Dylan. Swing and a well-hit ball, deep to left field. Grandma, get out the right, bread and mustard. Grand salami time. <laughs> okay, okay. Upper deck, left field, down the line. Dylan Moore with a grand salami. And the Mariners lead the Astros 11-8 in one of the greatest comebacks I've seen in a long, long time. All right, Dane, get the mustard and the bread out here uh, for yeah. the Seattle Mariners. That was a good call. That was a, that's what you want out of a big home run call right there. Okay, let's take a look. You saw, saw it here during the cut. The wild card standings in the American League. Is it time to start thinking that the Seattle Mariners, who have not made the playoffs since 2001, have a, I think it's the longest actually in all four main sports, Danny, <laughs> in the United States. I think the Mariners have that kind of a streak going when it comes to the playoffs. 55 and 46, one game back in the loss column to the A's for the second wild card spot. Are we starting to believe? And a little Mariner magic here in the second half. Now, listen, I absolutely love the call. What I don't know is if that was completely spontaneous or if that's his call for every Grand Slam. Either way, I, props, okay? Absolutely. No, I don't believe in Seattle just yet. And here's why. Ask me again next week after the trading deadline. If they make a move, that's one thing. But, Carve, historically, there are some teams that kind of Go for it. Our buyers at the trade deadline do make moves. And I don't think Seattle is one of those kinds of organizations. I call this on in-game live. And by the way, we were talking about this game on in-game live last night during the comeback, okay? Because Houston was up 8 nothing at one point, right? But I don't think that they're going to ultimately make that move. I don't think they are buyers right here. And so if you tell me they do get a Jose Barrios or they do land a Trevor Story or something like that, I have the right to revisit it. But I think there's other teams on that list that have either the cavalry coming or reasons that they can still get hot. I think the Mariners are playing above their heads right now, and I don't know if it's sustainable. And right now, Dan, you also have to look at it from it's not just them in the mix as well. I mean, you have right. a, lot, a of lot of teams that are involved. Oakland, Seattle, the Yankees. I mean, Toronto's four and a half back. 
Uh, you know, if they can keep winning, maybe they can create some distance because the Yankees have been so bad. But you're right. I need to see a move by them by Friday to really start to think that they could be a serious contender in this mix. Another big comeback last night. How about the Phillies against the Nats? A 6-5 win. Andrew McCutcheon, Dane, doing the honors on NBC Sports Philadelphia. Out to right field. Soto's going back. scissors but you know what we'll take the victory <laughs> tom mccarthy right there on nbc sports philadelphia all right dane three and a half back the phillies have won a bunch of these games over the last two weeks i feel like they have a few walk-off wins some big comebacks the mets split the doubleheader with the braves last night uh where are we at right now with the phillies and if we think we can maybe make a couple bucks here at plus 380 hopping on board for them to win the nl east to fandle yeah, see, so the Phillies are the kind of team that I would get behind at this point of the year, okay? For the call, I'd rather the mustard on the top shelf. But the Phillies, I would rather in this kind of spot than a team like the Seattle Mariners, right? I just told you, historically, Seattle's not the kind of team that does try to make that move right now. I think Philly is the kind of team where I wouldn't be surprised if they add on here in the next week. And here's the honest truth. From now on, even into the playoffs, Carvin, we're talking about baseball and who I like. My key, the most important thing, is tell me your top three starting pitchers that you can line up on a day-to-day -day basis. you got to tell me who's pitching game two or three in a potential division or ALCS kind of scenario, right? And Philly has Nola. They have Wheeler, right? And I think they could be the kind of team to acquire a third arm. And so for those reasons, the Phillies are the kind of team that I would back at this stage of the season at that kind of number. Yeah, they've got the starting pitching, Dane, that can get it done yep. if they got there. For that's me, the it's the bullpen. Me. The bullpen stinks, Dane. Like, that's where I think they need to add. Like, they get, maybe try to get the Kimbrell. kid Rodriguez from the Pirates. Craig you know, Kimbrell, try, try the to get selling everybody. Yeah, you Kimbrel know? too. Kimbrel's the guy, Dane. If you're if the Phillies are serious about winning the NL East, they got to go get Kimbrel from Chicago. You know what? Get Kimbrel and Rodriguez from the Pirates. They need them go. both, Dane. The bullpen is that bad in Philadelphia, and they never mind giving things away. Okay, uh, we mentioned the Mets and the Braves. So the, I'm going to save the Mets, Dane, because that one's a funny one, and we're going to do that after the break. Verdugo with a two-run homer for the Sox. They beat the Jays 5-4. Cubs beat the Reds. How about Javi Baez? Did you see Baez throw the bat at the dude, Dane, <laughs> after the walk-off? Like, there could be a good fight at Wrigley one of the next couple nights. <laughs> I got to tell you, you know how Scotty always talks about how his basketball league goes. When I was growing up, I used to play with a kid who literally every time he roped a shot into the gap, he would scream <laughs> at the pitcher, get that out of here. And that's what I thought of when we saw Myers and you talked about it. So, yeah, I mean, let the kids play, right? This is the new generation of baseball. They've got a little bit of history, those two teams, of course. Uh, I'm looking forward to that later tonight. Mm -hmm. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast, Carver High, and Dane Martinez in for Scotty. We'll come back. we got a little bit more baseball to do right here on SportsGrid. Pharrell Coast to Coast, we keep rolling after this. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Pharrell Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty. All right, Dane. I wanted to get to the Mets and the Braves. Not really so much for the game. Uh, the Braves took game one, two, nothing. The Mets took game two, uh, one, nothing, I believe. Really, Dane, it's afterwards that I'm intrigued by because Aaron Loop and Anthony Banda came to the podium after the game. And hey, Dane. What's wrong with a little little beer after the game? Look at the fellas here, Dane, getting involved after the Met game last night. Let's check out the boys. Anthony, I got to ask, you know, I see Miller Light there. Did, did uh, Aaron at all try to convince you to bring the bush in instead? No, I actually am a fan of Miller Light. Uh, you know, long day of work, you know, <laughs> men like to have beer. And, you know, I'm, I'm on that, so. Yeah, I didn't persuade him. I just told him to grab a beer. His, his flavor of choice. <laughs> I mean, Dane, listen, uh, I don't care what beer they want to grab out of the cooler. I love that the guys are bringing the beer up to the podium after the game, after a a long, hard win uh, for the Mets last night. But there was some interesting choices with the Bush and the Miller Light there for both Loop and Banda. (laughs) It was an interesting choice, but I'll say this also. Loop and Banda are not like brand-name stars either, right? So the idea that they could get a little plug in there and then maybe later on get a little endorsement deal or be a spokesman, I think that is good long-term financial planning for those two dudes. Maybe some of the college kids could think of this, day like a little NIL deal. They could start bringing... A little, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Gotta be over Posting 21. Every time they tap a new keg of Natty Light. Right? There you gotta go. Gotta be over 21. Absolutely. But, man, the bush, that is... That is old school from Loop. Uh, you don't see the bush around. Hey, if and it's it had like cold, a weird look to the can. <laughs> yeah, as long as that's the thing. It and Banda's like so straight faced a lot. He's like, like a beer right. after the game. Jeez, uh, Banda, that's great. First time I've ever heard of that guy either, Dane. There you go. Um, exactly. Also, the Twins beat the Tigers last night. Angels beat the Rockies. Otani went seven strong. All right, Dane, when we come back. Tonight's games, we have a full slate in baseball. I have an odds boost from FanDuel for you as well. Pharrell Coast to Coast, Carver High and Dane Martinez in for Scotty. We keep rolling on Sports Grid right after this. When you're a winner, you get good at spotting advantages. Like us. 
Fox. Sports gaming strategies and expert information. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.